What's happening, folks? Here we are, back at it. A lot is changing. A lot is happening. Thank God. Really big shifts going on. A little early to talk about them right now. Um, but I will be updating you soon. Really big shifts happening. Thank God. I'm so grateful. Um, but literally having to like rewrite the whole script and do everything different and... Uh, introduce lots of change into the environment and rewrite the plan and drop expectations and move in a different direction. And it's all for the best and it's really good stuff. Um, but just some big things happening. So it's really good. Again, like I said, I'm going to be providing an update here in the near future. But uh, at the moment, it's, uh, it's a little bit early. So I'm going to hold off on any specifics. Um, but for the moment, what I want to talk to you guys about is consistency over, um, over basically the idea is having consistent contribution be more powerful than big infrequent contributions right so um the classic i think analogy that you could look at is going to be stock market and when you make investments investments compound so if you make small investments into the stock market very consistently and you like like let's say you just you buy and hold and 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 you do that just in little bits um, over the years instead of saying I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait a couple years until I have a lot of money and then I'm going to buy into the stock market um, and you know, and you wait a couple of years and then you buy into the stock market, but maybe it wasn't as big as you thought you might be able to or whatever. It's more powerful that compounding interest. They've done, they have all sorts of math, you know, equations out there that I don't know off the top of my head, but are show how powerful compound interest is. Um, when you play it out, it, it's incredibly powerful. And so, um, exponentially powerful. It gets exponential. It just keeps going into that deeper into that, um, uh, into that. I don't know what the technical word for it would be, but it becomes exponentially more powerful. You know, it, 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 it increases in its power and it continues to increase in its power. Um, so that is the, that is that's really the the power of this whole thing in that when you do that obviously the stock market's one way to do it but if we're also talking about investment in yourself you know investment in a relationship investment in a community investment in an idea you're building something consistent investment is much more powerful than Big bursts. Oh. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. 
it's much more uh, powerful than big bursts that you're doing every, you know, you know, sp- sporadically. Um, and I was learning about something today and this came up and that's why I'm, I'm talking about it. Um, and, and it's more, it's more important to have these practices in your life. These things that you're going to be doing consistently, things that you're going to be doing every single day. It's your wax on, wax off. It's the habits that you do. It's the, it's the life that you live. It's the real life that you live. It's not the thing that you do once every now and again and you do it and you know you can feel good about it. But it's not affecting lasting change. It doesn't make lasting change. What creates lasting change is what you do consistently. And within that consistency, you can start to grow and level up and ramp up and put more weight on the bar and and make that contribution bigger contributions. But it all has to stem on this consistency factor, right? Like if you go to the gym once and it's a blast of a workout, it's a, it's, you know, you just are there and you just hammer it and you get down to your everything everything you do the whole thing but then you don't show up for another month that workout is basically you know it doesn't mean anything um and so as opposed to somebody who goes to the gym for 15 minutes every day by the end of the month that person is in a lot better shape than that guy who just did that big burst um even though it's just 15 minutes, but if he goes there for 15 minutes and he's focused for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or something like that, and he's just focused and he can, boom, he can just do, he just goes and does as many pull-ups as he can for 15 or 20 minutes. Okay, so by the end of the month, he's going to be really strong. He's going to be he's going to be able to do so much more pull-ups than what he was able to do and probably more than the first than the first guy. So this is, it's an analogy just to say like, what are you do? What do you, you know, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What type of things do you want to be doing? And what do you need to be doing consistently in little ways to get there? And how are you going to build your schedule out? How are you going to build your lifestyle out to be something that is facilitating that, you know, because that's all it is, you know, that's all it is. That's, you know, we're just, we're living our life in order to facilitate our growth and our connection to the world and connection to, to this, to this greater world that we live in, to the universe and also to our communities and to our people and to our spouses and to our families and our kids and connect deep into the source of the universe, connect to God, connect to the essence of this world, right? So the rest of our life is just facilitating that, right? So, you know, because otherwise, what are you doing? Okay, you're here to make money. Okay, that's, you know, whatever. That's a lower level thing. You know, it, it's a thing. It matters. It's a, it's, it's a reality, not throwing it away. We all need to make money and we need to figure out a way to make money. We need, to, but we, but it's that should be serving a purpose. That should be serving a goal for you. It shouldn't be the goal. It shouldn't be the end all be all. It should be serving a purpose. And generally for the people who it is the end all be all, generally that is 
when you make a lot of money, it is serving a purpose, right? It's never just for the essence of making money. It's for generally, I want to make money because I want to get out of this, you know, poor neighborhood. So it's freedom. Money is, is going to get you towards freedom, you know, towards liberty, you know, or I want to make a lot of money because I want a lot of respect. Okay. So, you know, money is, is, gonna be you know getting you this respect right um and you know or whatever it might be right there's always gonna be it's gonna i'm not saying either one are right or wrong um but there's always gonna be a reason money's it's just facilitating so that's the same thing with our life right like we're here we're living we're we're building and growing and but for what for what do you you know there's (laughs) that's the question what are you doing it for and you got to think about that because it, it all of your actions are fueling that and it's it is fueling all your actions you are doing something and you're doing something for a purpose you're doing something for a reason if you're choosing to ignore that or if you're choosing to shy away from that conversation and avoid that reality, then you're going to continue living in like a semi-frustrated, frustrated reality that you don't feel connected to, you kind of loathe, but you're doing it because you want this, but this is maybe not actually really healthy for you. And you're not turning in and addressing these things on a deeper level. And because of that, you're living an unsatisfied and unfulfilled life. Even if you're fulfilling whatever you're trying to get, it's unfulfilled because you're not looking at the deeper reason that the, that thing is not in its proper place. Your reasoning is not the right reason. You know, it might be the, 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 you know, right. It might be a normal response as a human for what we have you know, based on our lives, it could be a normal response. I want to, you know, I want to have, uh, I want to have this or I want to have that because it's going to make me feel this way. And I want to achieve this because it's going to make me feel this way. Okay. It could be a normal response. I'm not saying you're a bad person in any way, shape or form. No way. God forbid. I'm not saying that, but, but but it could mean that it very well could be that your answer is not a good answer, right? It could be that you're, it's not a good answer, right? So <laughs> if it's not a good so the reason that you're going to continue to be unsatisfied is because the answer is not a good one. And, and we need to start to, uh, you know, figure out how to zero in on something that's actually going to be deeply satisfying for you. And when you can start to figure that out, then all of a sudden you're going to find that all of the rest of your life is going to start changing because you're going to be facilitating that, that direction. So right now, and it could be that like you have to drastically change the way that your life looks, which happens frequently. And that's kind of why some people don't want to do this work because they're scared that everything's going to change. Guess what? It will. <laughs> it will change. Everything's going to change. My life is changing completely, end over end, every single day. It's incredible. Like, the more growth you do, the more your life is going to change 
constantly. And you have to be like uh, totally familiar with change. You have to be completely understanding of what rapid change and development means. Because when you start growing, it means that you're going to have to get rid of things and you're going to get new things and your life's going to be a lot different and everything's going to look different and it's going to feel different and you're not going to be familiar with it. It's going to be outside of your comfort zone. It's going to be testing you in new ways. It's going to be stretching you. You're going to have to get new skills. You're going to have to learn about new things. You're going to have to have new relationships. You're going to have to start growing. You're going to have to redefine relationships. You're going to have to redefine all sorts of associations that you've had. You're going to have to start going, accumulating different information, different associations, different things. Your whole reality is going to look so much different. You can't, you can't live in the old reality anymore. It's just so far gone from where you've, you've, it's back in the dust. It's behind you. It's in the rear view mirror. You're already down the road. So, so, you know, in, and, uh, you know, so many people don't want to go drive down the road because they're scared that they're going to end up, you know, going somewhere. Well, guess what? You will, you will go somewhere. That's the whole point. The whole point is to go somewhere, but you just have to accept the feeling of, of that transition, that change. And honestly, that like energetic, sort of movement, that energetic influx, that raise of energy, that, that sometimes it comes as fear. Sometimes it comes as excitement. Sometimes it just comes as like big energy. You'll just feel it. You won't be scared or for anything per se. You'll just feel it. You just, whoa, I feel it. Like that's, that's, you know, that's what happens when you grow. That's what happens when you move, you feel it and you process it and you move it through and you move on. That's it. That's what you're doing. So so, you know, this is so, it is so important. It's so healthy and it's important and it's healthy to get tracked onto the right goal for life. And this means going layers deeper than what you're wanting to generally. Um, and, but it doesn't have to be an intimidating thing. It just means like, Going a little deeper. Let's go a little deeper. Okay, fine. Let's go a little deeper. What does that mean? It means that, like, we're going to, you know, just expand our awareness a little bit. And then from that expanded awareness, now we're going to recalibrate recalibrate what our goals and our directives are and how we get there. That's it. Very simple. You know, at the end of the day, I think what we're all looking for is connection. Connection is basically what everybody's looking for, I think, in some way, shape, or form. Um, connection to the universe, connection to God, connection to people, connection to humans, connection to their parents, connection to loved ones, connection to um, something. You know what I mean? And if they don't get it in a healthy way, they're going to get it in an unhealthy way. So they'll turn to drugs. They'll turn to gambling. They'll turn to addictions. They'll turn to things that are going to satisfy that connection, um, you know, one way or another. And, this is, you know, where a lot of a lot of this early childhood abuse stuff, when people are abused in their early childhood, you see the way that that manifests in the rest of their life, and the connections and the relationships they have with themselves and with others 
and especially with drugs and with eating and with sex and with all of these things, they become like drastically, um, um, you know, the charts are skewed, so to speak. Like their relationships are very unhealthy. The relationships for a person who is, unfortunately, is, is this is how it is. This, you know, this is how this is the this is the trend because why because their sort of core connections in life were were greatly damaged and it and it sort of greatly I want to be careful with my language here but it was very impactful on these people these core connections and you know, as an individual, one of these people, you know, one of the most, I mean, you can, you can go forward and override this. It just takes lots of energy and lots of work, but you can do it. And, but it just means that you're going to go and override these connections and you're going to be working on them, you know, for the rest of your life. And, um, you can, and, and it's, that doesn't have to be discouraging because we're all working on things for the rest of our life. I'm working on things for the rest of my life. I'm, you know, everybody's working on something for the rest of their life, no matter who you are. It just mean it doesn't mean like, oh, you guess what? Oh man, you got something that you have to work on for the rest of your life. Oh, sorry, bro. Like that sucks to be you. I don't have to do that. Like we are all working on something for the rest of our life. So it's either going to be, you know, this or it's going to be that. So, so don't, don't get, don't fret over that. You know, everybody's doing that. And, and it just means that you're going to be working on something for the rest of your life and, and, and working to resolve it and override, you know, that, that character, that character flaw, which also is not so different from everybody else. It's you're still a human being. You're still you. It might have been like more intense in some, it, you know, than others and what other people have experienced in many ways. Like it could have been a very horrible experience, but you know. But th- this is essentially you're going through the same steps that any other human being is going to do for their base level drive if they're really trying to grow in life for their base level drives, for their things that are going to distract them. Like if you're like for somebody who's trying to become, um, let's just say a monk, because that's what people like to think about as like a very high consciousness, um, individual. Um, if you want to be like a monk or training your consciousness in, uh, a very, very refined manner, then you're going to be working on every single little character flaw that you have. And you're going to be refining that down so that it becomes something that serves you. And it becomes, it becomes, you can reduce all of the bad and, and dilate all of the good and make it so that it is serving you in your growth and in your pursuit of life and in your connection to the universe and to the world. Um, it's the same thing for somebody who's, you know, abused or somebody who's not abused. It's the same. It's essentially the same conversation, which is a good thing. It's not to, you know, take anything away from you. If anything, it's to give something to you and say like, hey, man, like, 
we're all in it. We're all in it here. We're all doing it. And, and, and may, hopefully that can lighten the load in, in some way to say like, this is like a human experience, you know, not to take anything away from what you did. You told like the victim is a real thing. Like if you're a child and you like, God forbid, got raped, like that's a horrible reality. Um, or whatever other victim, you know, abuse thing there is that that's a horrible reality. But, and it's not to take anything away from that in any way, shape, or form. It's that's that's horrible. Really, 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 really horrible. And according to any you know any any law system, that person is 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 a uh, is a felon. Um, the person, the abuser. But even if it's that situation, somebody who, but it, you know, it could be somebody else who's in, who's in a different situation. Let's take a rich kid. Let's like a a, rich, a wealthy kid, a family who comes from a, a kid who comes from a very wealthy family, and the f- kid wants to just connect with his father. He wants connection. He wants parent connection, but his father's too busy making money, so he's never home. You know what happens to those kids? Those kids develop very flawed connections. I've seen it a thousand times. I've seen it a th- more than a thousand times with very wealthy kids. Unfortunately, those kids develop very, very faulty connections with their parent relationships because a lot of the times these parents are type A people and they don't want to be sitting around parenting. They want to be making money and hustling. And so the kids grow up and they don't have any parents around. Um, and... And the kids develop very faulty, you know, unhealthy relationships there. And uh, and that goes to become something crazy. And especially when there's a lot of money involved, it turns into like crazy endeavors and really unbalanced and really unhealthy um, situations um, in other ways. So whether it be an abuse thing, a traumatic thing, or whether it be somebody who was born into money or born into poverty or born into whatever the situation is, it's all, we're all in this pursuit. We have, we're living in this world. We have these things, these afflictions in this world. And that's what this world is. We have afflictions in this world and our job is to rise above them, move forward and grow through them and to not focus on this world so much. You know, it's easy to to just become obsessed and live in this world and think that there's nothing outside of it, but in you know, especially in in our tradition in the Jewish tradition, you know, we 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 know that there is a world after this world. And so this world is not the end-all be-all. In fact, it's, it's just sort of like the primer for something more important. And you can, what, what you're doing in this world is priming yourself to, for an, a better experience in the next, for, a, for an experience in the next world. And so what your life is about should be about priming yourself as an individual, as a soul, 
and about elevating yourself and elevating your own soul, elevating your own connection to this world and elevating your connection to God and, and to source and to, you know, uh, to loved ones and to other people and to be elevating the entire system in reality to, to refine your character traits, to work on yourself, to do good, to give, to be, to be somebody who is really um, a giver and uh, somebody who's just giving of himself and um, only looking to bring positive energy into a space because you're just looking to prime your soul in order to move on to the next thing. And if, when you focus on those things, it clarifies this reality a lot better than to be focusing on money, right? Just for money's sake, right? Like we said, there is no money just for money's sake. What is money getting you? Money is buying something. That's what money does. It's a buying function. So you're buying something. So you're buying respect or you're buying liberty or you're buying you know whatever you want to like get from people you want to get attention or or you know like from some some like either way it's it's buying you something so it's never just money but you shouldn't be focusing so much on these things because it's not going to be valuable it's not helpful for you as you are transitioning and looking to grow and, and prime your soul for the next world it's not beneficial for you to be focusing on on all of these, you know, earthly sort of things. Um, they are beneficial only to the extent that they are priming you. And so not to say that they're not beneficial and that you should, because in the Jewish tradition, we don't believe that you should just be a monk living on the mountaintop and disconnected from reality. We think they... We believe that you should have a job and that you should be working, that there is a society and that you pay taxes and that there's a financial system and that there's a court system and that the people have jobs and that you are deeply involved with this world. But, but you have to understand what it's all about, right? You have to understand what it's all about. And you be involved in this world to the extent that it's going to be priming you to, for the next world. And the more we can think about that and do that, the more benefit we're going to be bringing upon ourselves and upon others. And the more easier it is, the more easy it is to, to be moving past these afflictions in our life. It's just easier to move past these afflictions in our life when we start thinking about it in this way. Right, and it's easier to move past these like addictions that we have in our life because we can start to reframe the whole dialogue in a whole new manner. <sighs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm recording this late at night. We had a full day. Um Right? So this is the whole thing. So in that pursuit, I know I'm sort of talking about like the core of things but in that pursuit if we're talking about even you know the pursuit of what the pursuit of priming yourself as an individual for the world to come doing work on yourself consistently in smaller doses is going to be healthier than doing big pieces of work sporadically 
that's more efficient and actually impactful and actually creates lasting change that you can take with you. You can take it with you. It's redeemable. And so that's what I want to encourage you guys to do. So when you're thinking about your growth, when you're thinking about, um, you know, making a change, making an impact, um, connection, connecting with somebody, connecting with the universe, you know, a practice that you're trying to instill, something that you're trying to do, grow, whatever, etc. A way to go about that is going to be of consistency and of lesser dose, but more consistently. Um, and that's going to be much more powerful for you in anything that you're doing. It doesn't matter, you know. Pick, uh, I'm going to start a company. Okay, so same thing. I'm going to, whatever, learn this thing. I'm going to start going, you know. Okay, same thing. you got to learn it consistently, daily, you know, every, not just every day, but really you can start chopping it up more consistently all the time, all the time thinking about it, you know. And that's in smaller, you know, pressures, so to speak, but it's so habitual that it just rests within your consciousness at all times. Eventually it starts taking root and then it will grow and it grows within your garden. That's how you plant something in your garden. That's how you grow something in your garden. You have to just, you have to put it there and you have to consistently take care of it. It's it's not enough to like plant a tree in your garden, walk away and then not look at it for three weeks and then come back and say like, oh man, it died. How did it die? You're like, this doesn't make sense. I just put it in. Okay, fine. I'll put another one in. You do that. And then you come back the next day and you're like, yeah, okay, great. I've got to water it. I'm going to water it. And then you walk away and then it's two weeks and you don't do anything to it. And then you come back and you're like, oh my gosh, it died. How did it die? Hey, that's the analogy. That's it. And then you got to keep planting new trees every time you want to come back to the garden so you don't get anywhere. As opposed to you going, you planting your tree, and then you come and every day you come and you take care of it a little bit. You make sure that it's growing. You make sure that it's healthy. Some days you're going to have to go in out there and do more work than others. You know, some days you'll have to build a whole fence around it. Some days you're going to have to trim it up. Some days you're going to have to, you know, build a whole watering, automatic watering system so that you don't have to manually do it every single day. Um, you know, but, but what you're going to see is by the time you've planted the, your third tree, it's been six weeks or whatever, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, three months been three months and you look at your tree and you see how much it's grown and this guy is in the middle of replanting he's he's planting a new tree his third or fourth tree because he killed three because he can't focus on one thing at all so he got nowhere he got nowhere it's a lot of energy it's a lot of spinning of the wheels so people are all the time spinning their wheels they're not going anywhere Whereas if you're really serious about something, you have to be doing it consistently and daily. It has to be in your life. You have to be in its life and it has to be in your life. You have to be married. You have to be married to it. You have to be married to this idea. You have to be married to the concept. You have to be married to the practice, to the habit, to whatever it is, to the person. 
if you're gonna show up for something or for somebody, you gotta you gotta really like marry it, and and there's no other way. There's no other way. Otherwise, it won't grow. If you don't show up consistently for something like that, it will not grow. So, it'll die. I remember when I first started getting into plants. That's what I would do. I would water it and I would walk away, and it would be like, okay, what happened? You know, I was like, well, I just watered it. I don't know. I watered, you know, I watered it and it, you know, it should be fine. It should be like, and, and I just put no thought to it and that's, you know, and then it would die. And then that's how, so, you know, this is the only way that things actually grow. And, and it, it, it might mean that you have to make changes in the way that you engage with things and it, Hopefully, you know, hopefully, even if you are doing things consistently, you can find a way and you can explore this mentally, how you can do that in a higher level, how you can consistently be better about showing up, how you can be more efficient at showing up, how you can be more resourceful at showing up, how you can be, you know, happier showing up, how you can be bringing more to the table showing up, how you can be providing more value when you show up, how can you be a better partner, how can you be thinking about what this tree needs or what this other person needs in your life or what your spouse needs or whoever you're showing up for, what they need and what they could really use separate from you. Remove yourself. What do they need? So this is it, you know, and the whole thing is, is that like, if you're really serious about something, you'll show up for it every day. And if you're not really serious about something, then you're not going to show up for it every day. And you might want to be serious, but your habits and your character traits are not to the point yet where you're able to be consistent and show up for it every day. That's a reality too. You know, that's a reality too, which means that you're going to have to work on your character traits. Um, so it, which we've been talking about now, go back for the last 50 episodes, you can go and just listen on how to work on your character traits. So, um, so you know, there's no shortage of that. So, so start working on your character traits and this will be a good, uh, landmark for you. And this is, you know, you can start to work. So, all right, guys, this is it. Find, you know, first get calibrated on a deeper level so that we can figure out what we're actually moving towards in a, in, in a healthy way. Um, what, what is the real goal? What is our end goal? What's, you know, go a couple layers deeper and try to figure out what that real goal is. What's the goal of life? Have you ever asked that question? It's a powerful one and it's an important one. And it's not just an existential question mark or an existential dot, 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 or existential, like, uh, I don't know, we don't know, it's too big, and we don't know the answers. There are answers out there, and not just random answers. There are clear, defined, beautiful, concise answers that make lots of sense. And... You can move towards something deeper than what you're currently living. I'm going to challenge you on that. And I'm just going to drop it in your space. 
So I challenge you to go do it. Go get after it. Live a, a little bit deeper than what you're currently living. And once you figure out what that thing is that you're actually wanting to move towards, the way that you're actually going to get there is by showing up every day by, to it, not by being sporadic and making big bursts in, in random directions, but to every day consistently show up for, for that thing, for whatever it is. Okay? So that's the deal. And, uh, yeah, I'll come back at you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. And hopefully I'll have some news for you tomorrow. If not tomorrow, then, like, Thursday or Friday for sure. Um, definitely movement happening. Um, I'll just drop a hint for you guys. I'm, I'm, we are leaving Florida for only amazing reasons. Thank God. Only for good reasons. But... We're not going to be in Florida, dot, dot, dot. Okay, I'll leave you with that cliffhanger. Come back and check in on the next episode and see where we're holding. All right. Okay, guys, have a fantastic night, and I will talk to you soon.